Gators. Presidents don't represent me. The world We're is yours. yours. The world is yours. And I'm, I'm amped, amped up. up. Welcome back, writers. I don't like saying that. That's what you say. Welcome back, writers. But say it like you care. Welcome back, writers. Yeah, now say it sexy. Welcome back, writers. <laughs> too sexy. Instead of too sexy. I hope you had a good time oh in the last episode. But now you're in this one. That's true. All good things must come to an end. I hope you liked us talking about toothpaste and <laughs> trains or whatever we were talking about. <laughs> the thing is, is we stopped ourselves. We we were about to get real into a toothpaste discussion. And it wasn't it wasn't bad. Like it is bad for podcast purposes. But just like talking to a fellow human being, we were getting real into it. So like if you wanted to listen to to like a legitimate podcast, boy did you come to the wrong place. But if you wanted to listen to two schmucks in a closed space talk about toothpaste <laughs> Boy, have, the jackpot. Have we the pod for you? Oh, man. So it's finally uh, it's finally the bracket episode. We're finally doing March Madness. Yeah. Um, we hastily had to put a bracket together uh, because we didn't know what to do that was, like, in our wheelhouse. And so, what, so the original idea was we were going to do Disney because that's great for SEO. Yeah. And everybody recognizes it can instantly be with us in the discussion. The one downside, and this is a major downside, children, um, is that I vowed to carry Hercules. Yeah, you went in with quite a bias. Yeah, and there's just no way around it. I genuinely think Hercules is the best movie ever made, and I, or the best Disney movie ever made, and I, I can't get around it. Like and, the, and it would have been a deadlock, because I would have done the same for The Lion King. Oh, boy. See, if you would have said that, we would have been able to do this. And we would have just probably fist-fought each other in this nook. Yeah. The Lion King. Yeah. Over Hercules. Yeah, why not? I mean, it's a classic. It is a classic. It's classic. <laughs> 14 tracks. It's classic. It's classic. And it got 14 tracks. You hating. <laughs> I'm hating. <laughs> Oh man, but uh, I don't know. Maybe next year. I just love that skit. Yeah, it's a great skit. Fourteen tracks. It's classic. <laughs> the hood listen to what is it? classic, bro? You live in a cul-de-sac. Hey, don't look good on you. <laughs> now, what we decided to do, and well, you know what? We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, can I tell them what we decided to do? We can, if you wanted to talk about anything else. Well, we decided to rank via a bracket the best toothpaste brand. <laughs> and I did vow to carry uh, Burt's Bees. Yeah. It's a, it's a new one. It's kind of an outsider, but you, you trust them with your lips. Why wouldn't you trust them with your teeth and gums? Yeah. And I was shocked because I thought it was going to come down to the old, the age old Crest Colgate battle. But uh, no, you threw there, me for I a mean, loop. there really is. Sensodyne didn't make it nearly as far as I thought it was going Sensodyne, to. Sensodyne, yeah. Sensodyne is for very specific people, and those people wouldn't make it nine minutes into the apocalypse. So, yeah, well, I guess I'm punching my ticket early. Yeah, you and your weak plaque teeth get the 
fuck out of my house. I got weak. Got them. Got them weak gums. Got them weak gums. Wheat gums. Hey, girl, get over here with them wheat gums. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Preamble. Well, yeah, I think that's the end of our show. <laughs> I think we're done here. We had such momentum. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's that's what happens. We're like ghost shipping that way. You know what they say? An unstoppable train meets an immovable train. Yep. And that's the plot of the movie Unstoppable. Uh, you, I, you might be right. I don't know. Did I see Unstoppable? Wait, is that Sam Jackson? No, it's Denzel. Filmed in this area. Is that Man on Fire? Southwest Pennsylvania. Yes. We should probably call the police for him. Or more appropriately, the fire department. Yeah, that's a roughly seven-minute movie. But... <laughs> um, no, you... Do you have any notes before we get into it? Because we always do this thing. And long-time babies will know. But we always do this thing where we come out hot with the objective of the episode. And then we just beat our dicks for like the last half hour. Yeah. So I would like to do the dick beating before... Yes. And end it on a clear-headed, focused note. Like an E-sharp or a C-flat. Mm. Close. Mm. <laughs> Aren't all C's flat? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking come here. Come here. I love that <laughs> joke so much, and I want you to know that I prefer my C's flat. I don't want anybody to feel put out, because <laughs> you can laugh, it's okay. <laughs> Doug's gonna blow every single centimeter of his, of his, like, whatever that, 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 that artery is i just want to say that i went into that when i started saying it it was a genuine question about music notes but then i realized halfway <laughs> through it was like this is this is a fun lie aren't all d's drop <laughs> um that's very funny and i'm really happy that we are all able to share this this moment <laughs> really really happy i'm a gig i'm giggling I be giggling. He's a giggly little bitch. Um, do I have, do you have any notes? You got, you got any notes? Oh, I got notes. Any dumb things happen you want to talk about? Almost exclusively. Um, let me see. Hmm. <laughs> oh, I got something I want to talk about. I don't know what you're... Oh, no, you're already... You are closed eye laughing at your phone. What did you write? I don't know. What did you write, Douglas? Oh, this is one of those things where I have to read it, but I can't say it. No, you can read it and say it. Um, I just don't know where this came from. The rumor come out. Watch movies appropriate to watch on Thanksgiving Eve based on theme. Two of them. The Death of Stalin... And Dreamcatcher. Um. What? <laughs> Who are you when I'm not around? 
I just like cannot trust you to exist in a clean space when I leave this room. I don't know what happened. <laughs> My notes are in endless wonder. Today. I don't even know how to address that. I wonder. Dreamcatcher did give oh, me. There's a there's an even Kafka dreams though. There's a better part to it. There's a better part. This note was written at five fifty five in the morning. That'll do it. That that makes more sense. I oh. assume that's waking up. That's five minutes before I would be starting my work day back then. Gotcha, gotcha. I was going to say, I don't know if it's worse if you woke up and thought that, or if that was the last thing you thought before you went to bed. <laughs> I have just so many questions for past Douglas. Yeah. Um, like, what's going on? Yeah. I've never even seen Dreamcatcher. No, really? No. Yeah, it gave me Kafka dreams. I love Death of Stalin. Death of Stalin's magnificent. What, what's the what's the one thing that we just kept like crying, laughing over when he was like, "You're not even a real person. You're just a thing with hair or something like that." <laughs> what was the? the yeah, it, it's it's that, and then it's like you, you're. It's oh, like you're not. It's what you're. It's like a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, I'm, I'm old. You're not old. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is that and that's uh, Jason Isaacs, right? No, that's uh, Rupert Friend. Oh my god, what a playing uh, uh, Vasily. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what a good movie. Um, it's just such a long scene <laughs> of him trying to wrestle the gun out of there. Oh my god, I was I. That's one of those movies that I, I think in, in, in. In nearer memory, that is one of the the films that has got me closest to legitimately pissing my pants. Oh think. my god! I feel like it gets funnier every time it I really, watch it. Really, and it's just it's moments of complete calm and like borderline like drama. Yeah. And then it's just like the most insane shit you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> it gets really real at the end. It does though. Um. Like painfully uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, let me let me share a note with you. That I wrote. That is uh, Generation Z. Okay. Gen Z is allegedly, from what I've seen, trying to reimage the wife beater as the wife pleaser. I don't think that's possible. Well, so I'm saying now I know how all these yee yee redneck losers feel about Robert E. Lee statues. Yeah. Because uh, that's my heritage. Yeah. I'm wearing one right now. No, I'm not. I'm a liar. But also, as we all know, there's no pleasing the wife. There is no pleasing the wife. So, you gotta lean on what you know. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't please them, beat them. Yep. You got them flat C's. <laughs> I just, uh... I don't know. I'm just, like, leave it alone. Yeah. Oh, we're trying to rewrite the narrative, yeah. create a more positive environment. Why? It's called an Asher. It's coming to an end. Yeah, why, that's true. Why change it now? That's true. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know. It just annoyed me. It's like really, it really did annoy because it just came out like passing, passingly. Yeah. Maybe. Or I don't know. I was just like watching something, and the guy was like, "I got my wife pleaser on," and I was like, first of all, I know what you're trying to do, but there's no context for that." Yeah. It's just a near rhyme. 
That's Honestly, it. if anything, it's it it is grosser. Kind of is, yeah, right. Um, because like, ew, what are you doing to that shirt? Well, yeah, the word. Oh, this is what we should have done for a bracket. Hmm. Innocuous words that are really gross. Yeah. Pleasures right up there with moist. Yeah. I actually don't mind moist. No, I encourage I'm, it. I'm a moist guy. I like to describe cake as moist. Oh, it's got to be moist. No yeah. one's like, man, I love how wet this cake is right now. <laughs> <laughs> this cake is gushing, bro. You know, sometimes cake can be really dry and tasteless, but this is sopping. Yeah, it's like, it's like me just eating my cake with a spoon. Like, you know, it's mostly pee. <laughs> Ah, I see you're a connoisseur. <laughs> oh, man, what a dumb episode. Now, I... Uh, but it's about to get dumber. It's about to get way dumber. Um, no, but moist isn't that bad of a word, honestly. It's a pretty good Car- one. Carbs on the table. It, it, whoever thought of the word moist fucking nailed it. Yeah. Honestly. It's like the... Uh, as I'm sure you've heard, the uh, censored version of Cardi B and Megan The Stallion's WAP. Mm-hmm. Where instead of saying what they say in the real version, they say wet and gushy. Gushy, gushy. Which I'm pretty sure is widely considered to be... Way worse. Yeah, like much more <laughs> visceral sounding than the actual name of the song. it's like, it's got to be onomatopoeia, right? Yeah. Gush. Yeah, macaroni in a pot. Gush. That's that wet and gushy. Like dropping a bucket of water balloons. <laughs> Gush. It just makes that sound. It's yeah. like a deep voice. Goosh. 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 We have a water balloon fight. When was the last that. time you threw a water balloon at someone? I genuinely think I know the answer to that. Oh, interesting. Uh, and it was a long time ago. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was in a backyard. I was probably. I'm trying to remember when I stopped being friends with this guy. Was it after you crushed him with a water balloon? I thought you were going to say something extremely specific, mm. and I was going to say, obviously. You do know the story, but I did... I'm sure I will once you... ...send him to the hospital Ah, when I was a youngin. When I was a young warthog. We were, we were playing... Uh, Lion King. We, yeah, we were playing stickball. Oh. And uh, I had a really bad temper when I was a chill, chill, chitlin. Uh-huh. And long story short, I hit him about the face and neck with the bat. Oh. Well, I'm glad to hear that you're making your grand return to softball. Yeah, right? Um, No, it was obviously before that. Um, I was probably eight or nine. Oh, wow. Since I tossed a water balloon. Well, you were going through some things. Yeah, mostly my dad. Yeah. Leaving. Yeah, that was what I was alluding to. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God, I had a pretty hard math test in third grade. <laughs> well, it's the angles. If the one's wrong, then they're all wrong. Yeah. Oh, God, it sucked. Um, got these headphones. Speaking of sucking, are these you, headphones. Uh, you having a hard time right there? Difficile uh, momentum? People keep shifting where I can hear them from. Oh. Uh. But it's fine. Well, I'm sitting right here. There's too many people in this room. I'm just sitting right here. There's too many. Get these voices out of my head. Oh, my God. Get these. <laughs> What's the, uh, the Lewis Black thing? Where, um. 
God, I forget what the jo- like the lead up to the joke is, but it's that he can't get these dogs to stop barking at his head. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, to be honest, maybe it's a drinking thing. The only thing that the only like I know that I like Lewis Black, but the only like punchline I can remember is and I, and I think the joke is that the story that he's alluding to in the joke is so disjointed that he like blacks out. But when he comes back and he all he hears is, and if it hadn't been for that horse, I wouldn't have spent that semester in college. <laughs> oh man. Louis Black. He's a good one. You don't hear too much from him anymore. I like him a lot. I actually got him confused for Al Franken for like three years. I can see that. Yeah, really conflated the two. Um Yo, what album? It's not on iTunes, but it was He was in Minnesota. Minnesota. I know that much is true. Big Minnesota Lynx guy. Shout out WNBA. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Charlie. Rules of Enragement. That's a great name. Yeah. That's a good name for a podcast. Um, I think it's his health club's joke. That makes sense. But yeah. Well, I, I recommend it. That's my recommendation of the week. Lewis Black's Rules of Enragement. Didn't we talk about doing more wrecks? We did, and then we kind of fell away from it. We do that a lot. Yeah. There's nobody I think here it's to because keep us in check. We have a lot of similar tastes. Yeah. So. And then the things that we're far apart on, we're very far apart on. It would be difficult to get further apart than we are on them. Yeah. In uh, fact, if we got any further apart, we would be coming closer together. Yeah. Like, for example, I believe in the women's right to choose, and Kevin does not. No. I've been disappointed too many times. <laughs> so, you know, something to think about. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. This is why we've got to film these things. It is. I'm kidding. Don't. Okay, I won't film it then. <laughs> Get a lot of mixed signals from you, Kev. <laughs> Make up your mind. Uh, I don't know why I said it like that. What are you, a woman? Hey. Oh, oh, oh God. Hey. All right. Hey. hey. He's, he's whoa, got hey. a family. All right. Let me finish this, and then we'll uh, we'll start our... Shotgun that beer. Our bracket. Our bracket of beer. Beer bracket. Oh, beer brats. All right. Beer so brats. You wanted, this, you wanted to segue in with a discussion, so why don't you talk about... I like to call it a preamble. Um, I don't want to give it away immediately, so I'm going to be I'm going to tease. Don't bury the lead. It'll be a bit of a tease. That's all I do, baby. It's the name of my business. Um, it's not a very popular business. Uh, I believe that there is a very important part of culture. There's a coaster right in front of you. It's glass. Yeah, I know. Mm. It is a handmade coaster, and you've got it upside down. It's... There's no way it's upside down. It looks the same on both sides. No, it does not. It's the same on both sides. No, but it's rings on that side. Yeah, there you go. Ugh. Anyways. There's an important part of culture, and I believe we're getting away from it. Um, or we're trying to get away from it. And I don't think we should. And what I'm discussing here is something that brings joy to a lot of us. 
And that is, drum roll please. I didn't say stop. I, well, you know what? I want you to drum roll until those thighs are red and maybe chapped. Chapped thighs. We're talking about bad movies today. Bad movies. Some that are so bad they're good. Others that are so bad they're bad. Bad movies. Or so good that they're bad. Talking about the bad movies. I don't think that's actually a thing that could be so good that it's bad. I don't think it is either. Um, unless it's like, you know, you you eat a tasty treat, you're like, oh, this is gonna be dangerous. Oh, I don't. I think only white people say that. Oh, they do. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be dangerous. Guilty. <laughs> As a man wearing a cardigan and a dad hat indoors. <laughs> yeah. Guilty. <laughs> um, I got I've, socks I've and sandals been, on right now. I've been known to say it whenever. I uh, I have like an alcoholic beverage that goes down very smoothly. Mm. Ooh, that's dangerous, yeah, that's bro. I've said that to myself alone in my apartment, <laughs> just eating tagalongs. Like these are dangerous. <laughs> Slap the thigh. Yeah, yeah. Well, time to get another tagalong. Yes, sir. Just a little. Um, but yeah, uh, what brought this on is I watched a couple bad movies yesterday. Yeah, objectively bad. Yeah. Um, yesterday was rough in the news cycle, and as we know, I'm plugged into the news at all times. You are the news. I am the news. I'm new. Um, I am the news. So I decided to get lost in a couple of bad movies, bad oh. pieces of film. How bad were they? They were so bad that I watched them to completion and enjoyed it the entire time. Damn. Right. Sure. Is that the metric? I think so. Um, but also the metric of a bad movie is that like, whenever it's done, you usually can't remember you feel m- nothing much of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do you want to hear the movies I watched? Yeah, I do. I watched The Core. Uh. Uh-huh. Starring Aaron Eckhart. Okay. And Hilary Swank. Yeah. Delroy Lindo. That's what you meant by that tag. Okay, yeah. Um, Bruce Greenwood. Yep. Elsie Greenwood. Stanley the Tooch Man Tucci. With hair. With hair. Uh, Alfrey Woolard? Woodard? Woolard? Alfrey Woolard. Sure. I'm pretty sure. Sure. Um, and then that rat faced guy. He's like super skinny, real tall. You'd know him if you saw him. I want to say he was in like Euro Trip. Oh, oh, wait, wait, don't tell me. I know this one. I know this one. Um, it's like CJ something. That sounds right. Um, that's not how you spell Euro. It's um. I cannot spell Euro. No, you're thinking he's in um. Uh, can't hardly wait. What is his name? Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. It's like some it's like CJ Mix something, isn't it? Let me see. Uh, Let me see. He he he. 
Me, he, See, he chasing seagulls and can't hardly wait. Yes, he is. He yes. plays watermelon guy. Yes, he is. Yeah. Um, I guess I could have just gone to the core. You could have just gone to the core. Um, what did you say his name was? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's like CJ something. It's it's not like a like a real name. It's like RJ or CJ or AJ. DJ. DJ. DJ yes. Qualls. DJ Qualls. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Rat face guy. Yeah. 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 He's a, his name in the movie is actually Rat. Oh. Well, um, that's kind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the new guy. Road trip, not Euro trip. Yeah. Um. The he's been guy. in a lot of things. Oh, he's a cancer survivor. Good for him. Um. Oh, he's actually only six foot, but he feels so much taller. I think it's because he's so, he's so slim. I think that is it, too. Um, yeah. Boy, the new guy. What a film. He's also in Breaking Bad. Is he really? I think for like one episode, he plays like a, a undercover police officer masquerading mm. as like a junkie. That'll do it. That'll do it. Um, well, say your piece. Um, my piece is that they were objectively bad. Okay. Uh, they were trying to be what other movies have been. Wait, did you name everything or just the core? Oh, the core and R.I.P.D. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, R.I.P.D. clearly trying to be Men in Black. Right. Um, yeah, you get two A-list stars. Mm. You yeah, say, okay. You're saying Jeff Bridges is an A-list? No, I'm saying Ryan Reynolds isn't. I think in 2013. <laughs> 2013? Yeah. That's pushing it. That's right at the start. When did Deadpool come out? Deadpool came out in like 2015. Okay, maybe. I'm pretty but yeah. sure. I mean, yeah, he was still clearly in his bet like bad movies phase. Deadpool came out in 2016. Really? Was that recent? Yeah. Huh. Because we saw it together. We did. Did we see both of them together? Uh, we may have. Okay. Interesting. Um, but yeah, so like very clearly trying to be men in black, mm-hmm. the core clearly trying to be something like Armageddon or even deep impact, mm-hmm. you know, the big disaster movies that they don't really make too many of anymore that like Roland yeah. Emmerich was behind all the best ones. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah. And, like, it, they were just, like, so... Especially the core. It was just so... There was an innocence to it that, like, a lot of movies today, I feel like, are missing. Everything's trying to be good. But sometimes it felt like movies just knew that they weren't, and they kind of leaned into it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of worked out for the better in, in certain occasions. It was like, oh, we're not going to make this super realistic. We're going to make this Hollywood. And I think... We're missing that. And that's why today what we're going to do is have a legion, a platoon. How many is in, how, how many are these units of measurement? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. We're going to have a number of bad movies go head to head to see which one is the worst movie. <coughs> okay. Before we do that. Okay. These are the movies that came out adjacent to R.I.P.D. Okay. This is where he was at with his career. These are the Ryan Reynolds movies? Yes. Okay. So he's he's uncredited in some of these. He's credited in some of these. But so it goes. 
um, vo- the voices as Mr. Whiskers, a cat. I am not familiar with this. He was in Turbo. The snail? As Turbo. Oh, Snoop Dogg was, was in that. The Croods. Another animated movie. The Croods was that long ago. 2013, baby. Wow. Yep. Uh, he was in Ted as an uncredited Jared. Oh, the bear. Yep. Uh, Safe House. The Change Up. I saw Safe House in theaters. Green Lantern. And he was in Buried. You remember Buried? Oh, the Buried Alive movie? Yeah. Um, I enjoyed Safe House. Pretty much it. I forgot he was in Adventureland. I like Adventureland. Yeah. Like I had a class in college with a kid who was in Adventureland. Yeah. He was the uh, the kid that cuts grass. Huh. Yeah. Huh. We're Facebook friends. Good, 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 good. Um, But yeah. All right. Bracket time. It's bracket. It's bracket time. Talking about brackets. Talking about brackets. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, do you want me to read the list of movies now, or do we want to just do a blind bracket and these come up as they come up well how have we done it in the past i believe we did it as they come up i think we should continue that okay now it's a fun surprise yes so the the we're using the same website as we did last year for what did we do last year we did best songs oh yeah bang night but we did we did dance bangers right it was 90s and 2010s bangers okay. you gave me four categories of songs and I fulfilled those duties. And you're like, all right, we're throwing those categories out the window. You handed them to me roughly five minutes before we started the episode. Is how we formed this list any mm-hmm. different? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but back then, it was a more cohesive operation. <laughs> hmm. So here we go. Now, for some reason, they've changed the website. I don't know. Maybe it's just because of the number we have. We have 20 movies. Uh, I think last year we had like 36 songs. Yeah. Uh, so maybe it's just because of the uh, like the not necessarily super even thing that the number that's conducive to a solid bracket. So we have a play in series. Yes. We have four play in games. Uh, and again, just as a reminder, this website uh, challenge dot com c h a l l o n g e dot com. They uh, it's French for challenge. They auto seed. You can choose to auto seed, which I just feel like is easier because I, if I have to do it, I'm going to seed things based off bias. So, um, the website seeds them wild seeding. I know it's random and they don't actually know like what they're seeding, but yeah, it turns out insane. Really, it turns out wild as shit. I'm excited. So here we go. Our first play in seed sixteen versus seed seventeen. Okay, you ready? Yes. We got the uh, Charlie's Theron classic, Yawn Flux. Yeah. Versus the Tom Cruise classic, The Mummy. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. It's, it's, so what's really interesting about this is two world-class actors leading yes. these things. One, very recently in his career. The other one, pretty early in her career. Yeah. Which I feel like is forgivable. Yeah, I mean, I gotta imagine Monster was around there. Pro- probably. probably just Do after. Know when... Eon Flux came out. Um, I want to say like no later than 2004. A-E-O-N Flux was 2005. Okay. Oh, so it is later than 2004. 
You Monster could say was like 2002, though. Um, what the first when you look up Yon Flux, the first thing that comes up is what is the point of this movie? <laughs> that is a great question. Oh Jesus! All right, let me look up Charlie Theron. And somehow it has more of a point than. Yeah, no, we'll hold off that so far. God, she is. Yeah, you you ain't lying. You ain't what, lying. What a strange cast, though. Like, we got Charlie Theron, Frankie McDormand, uh, Pete Postlewaite. Pete, pa- R.I.P. Pour some out for the homie. Um, it looks like I'm just not getting what I need from this. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, I don't think I've actually seen this movie. I thought I had, but I don't think that I've actually seen it. Are you mixing it up with Ultraviolet? I think I am, yes. I feel like that's a common thing. Yeah. But I also I feel like I've seen both of those whenever FX would do their like DVD on TV thing. Oh, yes. I do remember that. Um, but they are very interchangeable from what I remember. Okay. My nothing's working right now. Good. Great. Um, Dude. 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 Here's what I'll say about Eon Flux. Say it. Even though it's been quite some time since I've seen it. Yeah. I remember watching the whole thing. Do you remember what it's about? No. Okay. But I remember shutting off Tom Cruise Mummy. Not even halfway through. It was like, wow, this is just not a, not a good movie. And I like Tom Cruise movies. Sure. I'm wondering... Oh, I am really just spinning my wheels here. And, like, it also has Sophia Boutella. Uh, Russell Crowe. Yeah. Now, weren't they supposed to turn that movie into, like, a whole universe? Yeah, it was supposed to be... Was it Dark something? It was going to be... Like, Russell Crowe plays Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Oh. And then they were going to introduce, like, the Wolfman, Frankenstein. Swap pig. Yeah. Like, kind of go through all the classic, uh, like, horror movie characters. I'm sure, like, the Blob would be in there at some Mm -hmm. point. Um, Maybe Dracula? Probably. Yeah. Well, because I think, wasn't the original thing they were going to do, it was like Dracula Untold was supposed to be. Was that part of it? I think that was supposed to be part of it. I did see that movie. And that one probably would have qualified for this this bracket. Yeah. Really? Um, yeah, in my mind it was uh, fun, but like, yeah, bad. Who was that? Uh, Luke Evans. Oh, Van Helsing would have been good too. Van Helsing is an interesting... See, I love those like campy as shit movies though, man. Yeah, I love Van Helsing. I Brothers love, Grimm. I love Brothers Grimm and I love League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is an all-time classic. Mm-hmm. Bro, what is going on? I have no internet connection anymore. Oh, no. Do I? I do. You do? I do still. Are you sure? Wait, you know what? Have you been here since I had to change the no, Wi-Fi? I have not. Because even if I turn off... Oh, I wonder which one you are. <laughs> I got you. I got you, BP. Hey, boo boo. Hey, boo boo. All right, that should help you out. Okay. Um, but yeah, that was a whole fiasco. 
There we go. Call it Lupe because it was a fiasco. Um. All right. Hold on. What was I looking up? All right. Anyway, doesn't matter. Doesn't when, matter. I think when Monster came out, I probably could have had it. Uh, I can do it now. Yeah. I can do it now. You're the IMDb guy. I am. Well, I didn't have a fucking phone for a second. All right. Charlie's Theron. Does that? I don't know. I feel like I'm probably asking the wrong guy, but that bugs me. Does that bug you when people are like, oh, it's pronounced Theron? Um, from South Africa. It's, it's Theron. It doesn't bug me because, and here's why. Here's why it doesn't bug me. I feel like most people don't know how things are pronounced in South Africa. That's true. It's such like a weird, like, <clears throat> Dutch meets British accent. Hey, man. Same, man. Hey, man. 20 years in the game, man. Um, okay, Jan Flux. 20, 2005 Monster came out. Oh, no. Steal yourself. Steal yourself. 2003. Oh, boy. She won an Oscar 20 years ago. Bro, what did... She had the monster, the Italian job. Also, she has aged tremendously in 20 years. Oh, my God, dude. She is the legend of Bagger Vance. Men of she Honor. is the legend of Bagger Vance. Reindeer Games. Astronaut's Wife. Mighty Joe Young, dude, in 98. She was in Burn in 98. I forgot about Mighty Joe Young. I think I saw that in, in theaters. That was a hell of a career. That was a McGlynn family oh, showcase yeah. in his West trip. Um... Yeah, I'd throw away a lot for, for Charlie Theron. Yeah. Um, it's Theron. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> uh, but I think I think Eon Flux I feel like that's I'm I'm saving that one. Oh yeah? If, if it's between that and the mummy, I would keep Eon Flux, Mummy moves on. Right. We okay, so let's establish are we doing the best bad movie or the worst bad movie? Well, what do you think is better content? I think that better content. Hello? I, I think Is there a southern man in here? Better content. Uh, I think better content would be the worst movie. All right. So, yeah, I stick with my answer. So, we're saving the mummy. No, the mummy moves on to the next round. So, we're saving the mummy. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. In my mind, we'd be saving Eon Flux because it's being spared from moving... Okay. On to the next round of worst One. movies. Done. Submit score. And the mummy wins the play-in. Okay. It says saving. He's <sighs> got the chill something fierce. Yeah? <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Okay. The mummy. Submit the score. Submit the score. No winner is selected, but you still... Can still save it as is. What's that even mean? Okay. Oof. The score is 500-789. Submit the score. Wow. Well, I just... It's not doing the thing that I needed to do. I don't know why this is so difficult all of a sudden. It's like, just fucking figure it out. Okay. Oh, is it because I didn't do that? Move a set. I 
Root and deet and do. All right, whatever. We'll just have to remember. Root and deet and do. Next one. Okay, next victim. 13th seed, Ghost Ship. Ghost Ship. Which we did tease earlier. We did. And coming in, Dark Horse. Number 20 seed. The Dwayne The Rock Johnson Classic. The Carl Urban Classic. Oh. Doom. Doom. I saw that in theater. I, dude, so did I. Dude, I bought the book. It, you bought, I bought the book. The novelization of the movie. I read the novelization of the movie before I seen the movie. Movie scared me. It had some moments, dude. It really did. Um, it had some moments. It had that coolest shit scene at the end, though. When yeah. you go POV on Carl Urban. Yeah. Reaper. Yeah. Which is allegedly what his name is. It's not how Dwayne The Rock Johnson <laughs> pronounces it. That's a the d- entire movie. It's like, uh, I don't know if this movie's for kids. <laughs> Seems like we got a real, uh, what's that, uh, Chekhov's uh, sexual assault on the table here. <laughs> <laughs> he just calls him Raper the entire time. <laughs> and, like, I get that was probably, like, DJ's, like, third third or fourth like big movie something yeah. like that but wow <laughs> I mean I listen I, I'm not saying I'm gonna carry the film but I liked Doom for as bad as it was Doom was Doom is is a big guilty pleasure movie it's um it's spooky it's got a great cast it does it's got a very good action movie cast like that's the thing about it is like you don't expect any of them to be good actors mm-hmm. is Risa Fons in it or is it that other guy? It's the other guy. He was, uh, he's in Batman Begins as, like, the guy that kills. Yeah. Which, crazy to think about. Those movies came out in the same year. Did they really? 2005, 2006, something good, like that. Good God. And yet they are so rarely talked about in the same breath. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Why won't this save, bro? But, yeah. And then wasn't um wasn't there a rapper in it? Um, you like Chingy? <laughs> yes, like Chingy. Doom two thousand and five. Uh, the cast was DJ Carl Urban, Rosie Pike, uh, Razak Adadi. I hope I'm saying that right. You played Duke. Mm. Richard Blake is is the fake Risa Fons. Oh, okay. Though Doug Jones was in it. Is he the one of the monsters? He's he has Dr. To be Carmack one. Imp. Oh, okay. Um. And then is there anybody else that's like notable? Not really. Interesting. Maybe Not I'm thinking really. of Doom Two. There's a Doom Two. Yeah, it came out like. Ten years later. Doom Annihilation 2019. Oh, that's the Netflix movie. Yeah. I It's been on my list for years. I just... I, I'm never feeling low enough to watch it. Oh, there's no one that you would know. In yeah. it. There's no one that I would know. And I know a lot of people. Doug knows. You don't want to know, but Doug knows. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was... It was up against Ghost Ship. Oh, that's a tough one for you. Yeah. I've never seen Ghost Ship. So I was telling Doug... That, like, the first 15 minutes of Ghost Ship are legendary for being, like, 
basically perfect for setting a movie up. Mm -hmm. And then after the event that kicks off Act 2 happens, the entire film goes to shit. Liam Neeson. Yeah. Liam Neeson's in that. That's the other big name I was thinking of. So... It is, you know what, and I think what makes it worse, right, is that it's so disappointing. Yeah. It's so disappointing because it's just such a dropped ball of a film. Yeah. Um, like, I, I really cannot exaggerate how good the first, like, 15 minutes are. Oh, yeah, Liam Neeson is not in it. Um, Liam Neeson was in a spooky movie really? in that time period. I'll look it up. You okay. continue talking. Um, and I honestly, like, I, I remember... it. There's, like, a almost... I, I think the reason that I'm not, like, up in arms entirely about Ghost Ship is because I feel like there are similar things to it as uh, 13 Ghosts. Yeah. Which is a wonderful film, full of so many twists and turns and Tony Shalhoub's. Well, here's something that's interesting. Hmm. Um... Let me verify that I am talking not out of my tukas. Which is something you, you, you like to do. Pretty frequently and often. Um What do you uh, what do you uh, What is the movie that Liam Neeson was in? Was it was Liam Neeson in Thirteen Ghosts? No, that was Anthony Shalhoub and uh Shaggy. Matthew Lillard. Matt Lillard, yeah. I could swear there's a movie where Liam Neeson's in a haunted house, and I thought Owen Wilson was in it too. House on Haunted Hill? Um, I don't know. The Haunting. He's in The Haunting. The Haunting. Have I seen The Haunting? I don't know. What's that one? Liam Neeson, Catherine Zeta Jones, Owen Wilson, Lily Taylor. Um, a study in fear escalates into a heart-stopping nightmare for a professor and three subjects trapped in a mysterious mansion. Sounds like House on Haunted Hill. Well, yeah, but it came out in 99. I think I have seen that one. So that's what I was thinking of. Not 13 Ghosts. There were so many movies that came out in that time period that were just like, the noun. Yeah. And they all just kind of mixed together. There's only so many ways you can say House on Haunted Hill. It's true. Like, uh... What's the one? It's like the two movies that I just always kept confusing was like The Possession of Emily Rose, right? Yeah. And then what's like the no, one? The Exorcism of... Is it The Exorcism of Emily Rose? I'm pretty sure it's Emily Rose. Yeah. Something happened to Emily. And then there's like The Haunting in Connecticut. There's The Haunting in Connecticut. There's The Taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3. It's all these very <laughs> similar titles. And it's like, uh, oh, what was the one we watched? Um, the Snake Lady. Deborah Logan. Deborah Logan. Uh, the Haunting of Deborah Logan. Everybody's yeah. getting these full names. Just yeah. putting on blast out the streets. She hit that, I think it was like her granddaughter with the gawk gawk. <laughs> <laughs> that video of, <laughs> of Colin sitting straight up. You were ready. I was so ready. You had inexplicably seen that movie before. <laughs> there was a string of like, probably like three weeks in a row. All right, so when we were when we were doing our our chairman work, and we would watch these movies like half drunk at two in the morning, 
yeah. um, for content. It took us forever. To oh my god! I would because I would come over to your house at like ten, yeah. and I wouldn't leave until like two thirty. Yeah. Um, but I was ready, and I knew it was coming. But there was like a string of like two or three weeks in a row, and I'd I'd already seen the movie, and I knew when all the jumps were, mm-hmm. and the scene. No spoilers or anything, but the scene where the thing happens that everybody knows about the movie. Yeah. If you know about the movie, uh, I know Colin was like a little bit more drunk than the rest of us because I think we were having like one of his beers. Yeah, and he was very unprepared for what he was about to see <laughs> and i was like oh i gotta get i gotta get this so i just got my phone ready and his mouth just really doing his best impression of what was going on in the film <laughs> yeah it's, that's a good point oh god we had a lot of great moments we did a lot of good moments those were good times his were they were good times um yeah because it was like that it was teeth teeth was another one and then Maybe uh, the one we really liked that we're waiting on a third one for. Oh, uh, unexplained circumstances. Um, Grave encounters. Grave encounters. Yeah, (laughs) that was close. Because that was whenever there was a breaking and entering in my house. That's true, kid. I forgot about that. Because we had a grave encounter. We did. Yeah. Also, did you just call me kid? (laughs) I do. I don't know what's coming out of my mouth. That's true, kid. That's true. Um, hey, you whippersnapper. We may have to do this one by memory because I don't remember. It's not working. These things are not safe. It was Ghost Ship and Doom. <clears throat> so, yes, Ghost Ship and Doom. So, I feel comfortable picking Ghost Ship as the worst of the two. I do, too. Okay. For sure. I think we're going to go We're gonna go Ghost Ship. Okay. Um, all right. So, i got to switch back and forth now. So, all right, Ghost Ship, Yon Flux. Right? No, mo- the mummy. Yeah, the mummy. The mummy. On. Ghost ship. Okay. Next one. 15 seed. This could be. This could get wild because. Well, no, I know this one's going to win right at the gate, but uh, Godzilla 2000. Yeah. Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Uh, Hank Azaria. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people in it. Is that Renee Zellweger? It's not Renee Zellweger. It's. Um, it's almost like it's not Emily Browning, but she's closer to Emily Browning. Um, Godzilla, which came out in '98. I've seen it as Godzilla 2000. I've seen it as Godzilla. I'm hoping everybody knows what we. Everybody knows what we. Mean. I think it's because it was close enough to 2000 that yeah. they were like, "Oh, and he was like a new Godzilla." Yeah. That looked um, weird. It was Maria Patillo. Oh, I forgot John Reno was in it. Jean Reno. Uh, Hank Azaria, Vicky Lewis, Doug Savant, Mike Lerner. Yeah, Hank Azaria plays like the cameraman, right? Yeah. Kevin Dunn, classic. Oh, yeah. Um, Harry Shearer. Um, what else do we got? What else do we got? What else do we got? Um, nobody. Uh, Harry Shearer, that's a real Simpsons reunion. Mm-hmm. Plays the mayor. Oh. No, he doesn't. Harry Shearer plays uh, Char- Charlie Kamen. He's the uh, the guy that uh, Audrey steals the uh, badge from and puts her own picture on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
You know, I had a Godzilla 2000 backpack in kindergarten. Bro, every, it was inescapable. I had all the toys. It was the coolest thing. It was. And I don't know if I ever actually saw the movie until <clears throat> I was significantly older. Dude, it, honestly... It's weird being a kid. It really You're is. You're very easily influenced by things that just look cool. Here's the thing about Godzilla, dude, is... if And I'm not like just saying this to like like artificially create like a conversation. Like, really think about the movie, Okay. Mm-hmm. What about it specifically is so bad? I can I struggle to think of it. Like honestly, like I I don't know I I haven't seen it in a while and I'm sure you haven't either, but like it's a very entertaining movie. Yeah. Honestly, if this if it was Godzilla versus Doom, we would be here all night. I'm I'm struggling to remember what the conflict was cuz there's no other monster. So But there are babies. Yes, so that's it. So the thing is that it's just it's it's there, it's in New York City, it's ripping up shit. And then it kind of like infiltrates Madison Square Garden and lays eggs. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like it's just like underground, like minding its own business. Yeah. And then, like French special forces come in with John Reno, and uh, because the, of course the French would come into to, to Manhattan. Right. The um, but I think that one of the things it's one of those classic like we can't let nature go. Like we can't let nature be. The military thinks that everything's a hammer or everything's a nail and it's a hammer. And they try to kill it and blow it up and Matt Broderick is like, No, it's a metaphor. So maybe we should try to like ease into this and stuff like that. Yeah. And they really like bastardize his plans for help by like, what what if we just feed it and leave it alone and make it feel safe and it might fuck off on its own? And they're like, That's a great idea. We'll put fish in the middle of the intersection in Midtown. And then we'll aim a bunch of Sam's missiles at it. Oh, yeah. Um, That's right. Because then, then Godzilla, like, jumps over. I remember there being, like, a big set piece where Godzilla, like, leaps. Yes. And Godzilla had never been known to leap yes. in the history of Godzilla yes. movies. Um, I really liked the movie. There's a lot of really good set pieces in that film. I thought it was a cool design of Godzilla, too. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's an interesting one. I'm not really sure what they based it off of, but it's an interesting one. Almost like the Xenomorphs. Mm-hmm. Like, he, yeah. like Godzilla has like big arms. Yeah. Hitting the uh, gym. I like it. And then the babies were clearly like influenced by like the raptors of Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I just really fell in love with all the French troops. They thought they were so lovable. And oh, yeah. They got eaten one by one, but. That's true. That's a Godzilla movie, baby. Hey, baby. Uh, have you ever seen The Room? No. Uh, neither have I. So the room wins. Um, I mean, it's just like, it's gotten to the point, man, where I was actually curious. I was morbidly curious about the room for a couple of years. But I think that it was like during the, the hype of like, oh, it's so bad. You have to see it, man. Please, bro. Just watch it. It's 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 Tommy Wiseau. And it's it's so bad. Like, you're not even going to know what the movie's about. And it's funny. It's, it's like almost a comedy, but it's a real movie. Like, it's supposed to be serious, bro. Please watch it. I remember people in college basically saying the exact same thing and saying that it's Tommy Wiseau and it's like I don't know who that is yeah that doesn't mean anything like they're like oh it's like the only thing he ever did like then why would I care about yeah. him it's mm. now Big Shark on the other hand Big Shark <laughs> really can hear that. with that said we got the Meg 2 coming out this year do we really yeah huh directed by Ben Wheatley really yeah Mr. Wheatley mm-hmm. huh. he's been pretty quiet recently yeah boys well, working on Big Shark too. Yeah. Well, I think he was supposed to do like the Tomb Raider sequel, but that's like fallen by the wayside. With Angie? No, with uh, 
But she was everywhere in the mid 2010s. Jennifer Lawrence? No. Angie? No. Uh. Mid 2010s. V- uh, Vikander. Uh. Vikander. <laughs> that's her last name. She's married to Michael Fassbender. Alicia Vikander. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You didn't see that Tomb Raider? No. It's not bad. Um, I can't believe I couldn't remember her name. I can't believe I got her name. Alicia Vikander. She's an ex machina. Oh, she is a cutie. Um, well, oh, she's she, 34 now, Doug. She's, she's practically dead. It's true. That is that uh, window where, you know. Oh, is she the ex machina? Yeah. Where the, where the ladies can't get jobs because they're they're too old to be the ingenue. Yeah. But they're too young to be the uh, matron. Oh, man. Her and Michael Fass. Yeah. That's a couple. I'd like to be a fly on that wall. Yeah. She I'd is, like to be that bet, if you know what I mean. Yeah, she's linked to Hugh Grant and Liz DeBecky. I'd like to be a fly on that wall. She's linked to them? <laughs> what yeah, does that mean? I don't know. But Are you on LinkedIn? <laughs> Yeah, that's what's happening. She's got a great jawline. She's a very her suit woman. Yeah, very hairy. Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, Godzilla in the room. The room goes through. The room goes through. Obvi. Uh, all right, here we go. This is this is going to be a tough one. We may have to pick up the pace here. Yeah, because I think we're already like close to an hour. All right, here we go. This one's 14 versus 19. Okay. This is important. This is the play-in series, Doug. Okay. All right, so don't fuck around with this one. Okay. Number 19. Oh, the babies are going to be like, what the fuck? Number 19, and we said what we said, the Babadook. <laughs> Babadook, dook, dook. Versus number 14, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Um, here's here's what I'm gonna say. Tokyo Drift, probably my least favorite of the series. Uh huh. Um, with that said, really not a bad. Is, um, is that the first Han movie? Yeah, yeah. And Han was such a good character that they re- they bent the timeline. They bent the 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 timeline of all. I think like the next four, maybe even five movies after. To have them set before Tokyo Drift so that he could be in them. That's great. Because he's in four, he's in five. He dies, quote unquote, at the end of six. Mm-hmm. Um, and spoiler alert, he's back in nine. The movie came out like four years ago, okay? That's true. Ten's coming out in like a month. Yeah. Is it really? May. Well, I'll have to see with in one of your viewings. Oh, yeah. I like watching Fast and Furious movies with you because that's the only time I get to see you cry. <laughs> I just remember when we saw Nine, and, uh, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen Nine, uh, when they go to space, and you were like, really? <laughs> Come on. And you look over, and like I have a tear trickling <laughs> down my cheek. I was like, it's so beautiful. Oh my god. What a film. What a classic piece of American cinema. Uh, that's 
That's why we go to the theaters. That's why. We should have those shirts made. We should. Um, and there'll be uh It'll be printed on the wife redeemers or whatever <laughs> they're called. <laughs> it's not even that funny, but it's just so far out of line. <laughs> the marriage savers, what are the fuck you call them? <laughs> What 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 are the the zoomers calling? Oh, wife pleasers! Oh yeah, I, I think that makes more sense. <laughs> Mine really puts it all on the wife, as it should be. <laughs> Damn it! And then okay, so then you got the Babadook. Uh, Babadook, not great. Overhyped. Way overhyped. Overhyped. Uh, I, sh- I shouldn't say not great. Uh, overhyped is correct. I didn't yeah. think it was scary at all. I, I, I mean, I laughed. Yeah, we definitely we did a lot of laughing, and I think that like between me, you, and Colin, when we watched, we watched that movie like three times. Yeah, because we were sure we didn't get it. Yeah. Um, and every time we laughed in the same parts. <laughs> Do you want to die? Yeah, like it was just like three three dudes of like three pretty discerning yet yet different takes on horror films watching this widely touted as the like the so scary it'll make you vomit in theaters movie yeah and all three of us were fucking doubled over at some point it was like part of the like the horror movie renaissance yeah and it was so funny yeah i i literally like when people are like oh i thought it was amazing i was like did we watch the same movie (laughs) like i'm being i'm not being edgy like i'm genuinely like i Really like really laughed hard. Yeah, that little kid was just like, "Why can't you just be normal?" <laughs> <laughs> the perfect perfect comedic timing on that kid. Oh my god! <laughs> just I'm, I'm, and we add like yeah, this line. Oh my god. I'm, the, I'm going, going to, to bed, bed now. now. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeeted up the stairs. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> oh, people yeah. are so mad at us right now. Yeah, I think Babadook moves on. Uh, Babadook's got to move on. All right. Because they'll be like, "Why did they? Why did they vote like an objectively good movie? Yeah, as the worst movie on this list." All right, now we're getting into the good shit. Good shit, lollipop. Number one. Mm. Number one versus number seventeen. Oh boy. Let's see if we can get an upset here. Number seventeen, of course, the Mummy with Tom Cruise. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. The Green Lantern. Oh wow. With with Ryan Reynolds. Ah, uh, oof. I mean, oof. I'll say this much. Okay, Tom Tom Cruise thinks that the Mummy was a good but misunderstood film. Ryan yeah. Reynolds makes fun of the Green Lantern at every single opportunity. That is true. It makes cameos in other movies because of how bad it was. And what's funny is because he met his wife on that movie. Yeah. And yet he lampoons God, it. So. I adore Blake Lively. As you should. Oh man. That's like half the reason I started watching. Uh, She's Gossip a treasure. Girl. Half the reason. Yeah. And we all know the other half was go piss girl. <laughs> it's just a fun thing to say. It is. It's a fun thing to say, especially <laughs> to the boys with no woman in sight. Go piss girl. It is. Uh, 
I love referring to my boys as my ladies. I'm telling you what, you get, you get not my lady off the cap, yeah. but like my the gals. Yeah, we're the gals. That's, the hands will like clock. Girls night. Yeah, girls day, girls breakfast. You yeah, know. my gals, the gal pals. I don't like it when people are You're my girlfriend. I don't like it when guys get weirdly upset about that reference. Yeah, you know, because it's like obviously. And I, I mean, I hate to like big brand it or anything, but I feel like I'm extremely secure with my masculinity. So like when someone invites me out to go to like breakfast and then like shopping, I'm like, oh, it's a girl's morning. Yeah. It's not, I'm not being misogynistic. No. I'm excited. Yeah. It's a girl's morning. Like, are you kidding? Because it's cool for girls to hang out and do those things. It's Yeah. It's a, it's not like, I was going to say it's expected. That sounds, that sounds chauvinistic, but like, um... Yeah, it's fucking fun. Like, I don't know, yeah. like, guys gotta, like, be building shit in the shed and, like, doing yard work and, like, girls get to go eat, yeah. drink mimosas and go shopping. Like, that sounds way better. I'm excited yeah. to do that. With that said, whenever the guys are hanging out around the grill, drinking oh, a beer. That's an all-time life moment. Yeah. That's that's one where you're, where you're with the fellas. Oh, yeah. We might have to do some grill you're, sessions. You're just all watching some meat cook. Oh. You're like, oh, yeah, that's a good simmer you got going on there. Listen, there's... You hit that... You get that on the and it hit the, the oh yeah oh. oh yeah and you know what that's the sound all the guys will make around it like oh yeah there it oh, is there it is God I can't wait a couple more months yeah. a few short months baby yeah just wait till we have kids together okay good uh so we're gonna say Green Lantern yeah I think so okay oh uh, here we go number eight cats. <laughs> Versus number nine, a bye-bye man. Oh, don't boy. Don't say it. Don't think it. Oh, boy. I mean, I've never seen Cats. I probably will never see Cats. Yeah, I don't think I need to. I understand. I wonder how much of it is bad just because of the visual effects. I Yeah. Um, well, so it's always a gamble whenever you do Broadway to screen. Yeah. It's always a gamble. It rarely works as intended, even if it's not completely woeful yeah uh, I mean I think if uh, not Jerry if Russell Crowe's a part of it it usually goes pretty well yeah he was in Les Mis right he was in Les Mis yeah him Hugh Jackman yeah huge, maybe I'm thinking of Hugh Jackman huge Ackman the huge Ackman yeah he does a lot of Broadway mm-hmm. um, big Broadway guy big broad shoulder guy I feel like he's been like laying low yeah yeah uh, like he was in Greatest Logan. Showman and Logan, mm-hmm. and I feel like those were like the two big things. Well, he's old now, man. Like I feel like he's probably just wants to chill. But I also wonder if it's just because like because he was Wolverine, mm-hmm. and they were making they were turning around an X Men movie like every other year. Yeah. If we were just so used to seeing him constantly, that's that's probably true. Um. He was like the yeah. only one not getting recast every film, so yeah, that's how good he was, dude. He was electric, and when he, was, he on. was so good that they're bringing him back again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so what was what was the other one the cats was up against? Uh, Bye Bye Man. Oh, Bye Bye Man inspired me to write. Yeah, I genuinely don't even remember what that film was about. Like, I know the character and, like, the implications, but I don't know what the plot of the movie was. Well, it's... This character doesn't exist unless you say or think his name. There was something about a train. 
Yeah. And, and like a ghost dog. Yeah. And then like... It was kind of like it, it follows, but without the sex. It was. And like a guy was like being raised by his brother, whose name was Virgil. I remember that. Oh, uh, that's all I was like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> um, it's a whole chapter. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Um, it's bad. It's not great. I don't even remember how it ends. I just know it was bad. And I we, remember we there, saw it in theaters. There was a whole train thing. Well, we got our tickets bought for us, right? I think I remember. I think that, so. Right? Yeah. It was, was that for that, or was that for Blair Witch? I think that was for Bye Bye Man. Okay. I forgot we saw Blair Witch in. in <laughs> I fell asleep and missed the whole thing. Yeah. Because I worked like a twelve-hour day, and there was a ten-thirty showtime yeah. at night. Jesus. And I was getting motion sickness, so I closed my eyes. I fell asleep, woke up, all the characters are dead. <laughs> Spoiler, jeez. I'm so scared right now. Um, so we're going to, oh, I mean, I don't know what we lean on. Because Bye Bye Man is like, supposed to be good and is bad. And Cats is a hyper-budgeted, mega- Star like star power. Same director as Les Mis, as the movie Les Mis. That's wild. It is, and I think clearly they were trying to like, oh, we can get lightning to strike twice. Yeah. Um. It had Jason Derulo, James Corden, and uh, Dame Maggie. Yeah, Andy and McKellen, Surrey and McKellen. No, not Dame Maggie. Dame Judy. Yeah. Uh, Idris Elba. Yep. Taylor Swift. That's right. That's right. I forgot. I love Tay Tay. Um, Rebel Wilson. Yeah. Didn't love that. Um, just really interesting choices. James Corden. I said that already, but yes. I just, I hear his name and I black out. Yeah. As you should. I'm sorry, what were you saying? Um, and the Bye Bye Man had nobody. Virgil, I do think the guy that played Virgil was like seen in like, you know, teen dramas on like the WB. Was it uh, Corbin Blue? No, I wish. Whatever happened to him? Oh my god, that movie was twenty seventeen. Guess who the Bye Bye Man was? It was the Bye Bye Man. Doug Jones. No. <laughs> Doug Jones is in everything. You need a seven foot two lanky man. <laughs> Doug Jones is your guy. And his character was oh yeah, there's the train thing. His character was literally just like a dude wearing a hooded jacket. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do see Michael Truco. Yeah. Oh, is that who you meant? Truco. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, his second picture is with our girl Katie Sackhoff. No kidding. Love mm-hmm. Katie. Because he was in Battlestar. I do see Carrie Ann Moss and Faye Dunaway. I do not remember Faye Dunaway being in this movie. I don't remember Carrie Ann Moss, so... No. Uh, Doug Smith. I feel like I do remember that now. A lot of Dougs. Never enough. Probably the most Dougs that have ever been in one movie. Though. I think so, yeah. Considering it looks like main character 1A and 1B. <laughs> yeah. That is crazy. So what was this thing? Is that like he made people hallucinate and they kind of stumble into their own death? Uh, it looks like... Um, let me check the wiki. 
It had a strong opener. I remember that. The plot. Okay. It was like set like 20 years in the past or something. And it was like a one shot of a neighborhood. Uh-huh. And it says it's in uh, 1969. Nice. A mass murder occurs in Madison, Wisconsin, during which a man kills people on his block. As he shoots the neighbors, he continues it continuously asks if anyone spoke about the name. That cannot be said. He repeats it over and over. Don't say it. Don't think it. Don't think it. Don't say it. I didn't know what ABBA. Oh. It means nothing, but... Yeah. Well, because I'm pretty sure in the trailers, it's just don't say it. Don't think it. Don't yeah. say it. Don't think it. In the present day, Elliot, his girlfriend Sasha, and friend John move into an off-campus house not far from their college. Soon... Mysterious things start to happen, such as Sasha developing a strange cough and Elliot finding coins in a nightstand that continuously reappear. Elliot also finds writing consistent of don't think it, don't say it, and a name, the bye-bye man. During a seance involving their friend Kim, the name is mentioned. Um, Sasha continues to become sick as Elliot and John start experiencing hallucinations and stranger activity. I totally forgot about the hallucinations part. Yeah. Elliot begins to suspect that Sasha is cheating on him with John, as Elliot's brother Virgil has said at the party before the Bye Bye Man was released. The librarian shows Elliot a dossier about the Bye Bye Man. A teenager killed his family and told a reporter that the BBM made him do it. The same reporter later becomes a mass murderer during the 60s who killed himself after realizing people knew about the BBM. Hmm. I'm sorry, what? About the bowel movement. The... Teenager killed his family and told a reporter that the Bye Bye Man made him do it. That same reporter later becomes a murderer during the 60s. Is that the one himself. that kills everyone on the block? I don't think that makes sense. I don't think that sentence makes sense. How can a teenager tell a reporter about something and then that reporter in the past was a murderer who killed himself? Well, so here's what you need to understand about this movie. It was bad. And a lot of it didn't make sense. Okay. Um, so, signs of the coming or coins mysteriously <laughs> appearing, sounds of a train and a large skinless dog. And here's something else I'll say about it. It was immediately memed as the pee-pee-poo-poo man. Yeah. Which is one of my very favorite photoshops <laughs> in my phone. I have changed phones four times since then, and I have to make sure that it is always in my photos app. The PP Poo Poo Man. They got the font done right. Everything's it, perfect. It looks legit. Perfect. Every <laughs> the detail. amount of time someone spent on that. Down to the smallest detail. Uh, so, what do you think? Uh, I think it's just. So, I think The Bye Bye Man is a legitimately bad movie. Yes. And I think Cats, it just kind of like, the pieces weren't all there. Was it Dead on Arrival? I think so. So, are we go bye-bye, man? I think we got to go bye-bye, okay, man. Okay, so we go bye-bye, We got to go bye-bye, man. We're going to go bye-bye, man. That's if you put a comma in the movie title. And then the next one. Bye-bye, man. This is a weird seed. Number four, The Jesus Rolls. Yeah. And did we say Ghost Ship? We did say Ghost Ship okay, already. So the Jesus rolls and Ghost Ship. Um, interesting. I don't. I've never seen the Jesus rolls, but it did not do well. Yeah, me either. Um, and it looked like a. Listen, I love Johnny Toots. Mm-hmm. Didn't it? It and I know that this was like a labor of love for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't need to happen. And as somebody so hopelessly devoted to the Big Lebowski, to which this is a spiritual sequel. Yeah. 
uh, I really felt like it was unnecessary. Yeah, I agree with that. I also didn't see it, but I saw the trailer, and it didn't look good by the trailer. Yeah, and which... Um, um, and there are a lot of movies where the trailer looks good, but the movie's bad. Because it had... Uh, John Hamm in it. It did have John it Hamm. It had Ham Man, and it also had... Um, what's her face? I think she plays a toot. She plays in who? She plays a she plays a toot. A toot. A toot in common. Uh, a prostitute. Oh. I don't even know if this movie's called The Jesus Rules. Honestly, Bobby kind of. No, it is. Okay. Audrey Tattoo. I'm talking about Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. Is that a? That's Amelie. Amelie's in it. Is that who that is? Yeah. Got Pete Davidson, thank God. Yeah. JB Smoove. Tim Blake Nelson. Seawalks. Christopher um, Walken. Alan Lewis Rickman, not to be confused with Alan Rickman. Yeah, can't do that. Michael Badalucco. Hey. Hey. Um but yeah. I think it's another situation where like it just wasn't there. Yeah, uh, it didn't didn't need to happen, and I think what the marks of a of a bad movie, I feel like by what we're going off of are there is some measure of enjoyment that you can get from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know that the Jesus Rolls has that. Yeah, because it really just feels like fuddling with a corpse. Yeah, necrophilia we call it. Yeah. Well, you call what you want. Uh, I call it Thursday. And then the other one's the other one's Ghost Ship, which, as we said, it's just uh, just 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 similar to the Bye Bye Man. Strong opener. Strong opener falls it's, apart immediately. It really is a daytime Sunday movie. Yeah, it's a it's a real like. You got the sweatpants on. Yeah, there's a that is a cozy that's a cozy bad movie. Yeah, there's there's no sport on. Maybe it's rainy outside. Yeah, so you can't do any movie. yard work. Uh, so I think we're gonna lean Jesus rolls. Yeah, dang. Uh, oh, this is a funny one. Um, we've got the happening mm. or metal cork bat two, <laughs> which is what this auto corrected to twice. Uh, but the Mortal Kombat 2. Um, Mortal Kombat 2 is offensive to the eyes. Yeah, it's there's almost no scene that is worth like watching twice. Yeah. Um, however, The Happening may be one of the most boring movies I've ever watched in my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you want to talk about absolutely nothing happening. <laughs> I think the most memorable scene in it is whenever they're watching from a distance, from a distance. like a farmer get off of his giant tractor oh, yeah, and lie in, down in front of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mark Wahlberg and Zoe Deschanel have no chemistry. Zero. Um, it's really impressive. Yeah, they got chemistry like a PE class. Yeah. Um, I will say though, there is one. There is one. There is one part. <laughs> <laughs> there is one part. Of that film that I actually 
I laughed out loud at, and not in a way that was like, this is so bad, it's funny. I, I, I don't know what they, I think it was supposed to be, uh, like, um, what's the word? Uh, comedic. It's like supposed to lighten the mood mm-hmm. a little bit, like, in the, in the face of everything. But there's a scene where it's like right after, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, mm-hmm. spoiler alert. Okay. It is right after. I was just giving the baby's time. We're, we're short on time. We don't need three spoilers. Uh, it's right after they find movie. out that the, the plants are killing people. Oh, uh, yeah. And he runs into that room to like get a higher <laughs> vantage point with the windows and everything. And there's like a ficus in the corner of the room. And he's like apologizing to the plant. And he's like, I didn't know we were doing anything. I thought everything was okay. You know? And then he's like getting closer and closer and closer to it. And then he realizes that it's a fake plant. <laughs> and then he says out loud, he was like, God, I've just been i been talking to a fake plant for like five minutes. <laughs> I'm still talking to a fake plant. <laughs> oh, or he's like, I always apologize to a fake plant. I'm still talking to the fake plant. And I laughed out loud. Yeah. And I was like, That's, I don't know if that was supposed to be that funny, but I it got me. It got me pretty good. Yeah. Um, Mortal Kombat 2, like we said. Is no redeeming things. Yeah, I um, can't remember it's the like a completely different cast from oh, the first one. It is everybody has been recast, I think, except for Luke Hang. And Mortal Kombat One ends on like a bit of a cliffhanger. It does, and then to get like kind of, whenever you get a cliffhanger and then it is fulfilled by completely different people, it is yeah. not fulfilling. Oh, so they they didn't recast Luke Hang and they did not recast Katana. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Um, everybody else did, including Raiden, um, because I think the original Raiden was so disgusted with the script that he walked out of the reading. Sounds about right. So they had like two days to get a lookalike. Um, was that still Paul W.S. Anderson? Yeah, I believe so, yes. Or had he moved on to Resident Evil by that point? Uh, you know what, though? He might have moved on to Resident Evil. I think he might have written... I don't know. You're going to look it up. I don't want to just say something. I'm already looking something. it up. Um, but the, the, there's always, like, the very famous scene of, uh, I think it's Sindel, she's supposed to be, and it's, like, at the end of the movie, like, right before the big fight, and, I don't know, she was, like, something, 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 you too shall die. Uh, uh, and it's so, like, who? He, he had no part in Mortal Kombat 2. That's okay. He directed the first one, then moved on to Event Horizon. What a film. And then Resident Evil. So things worked out pretty good for Paul Anderson. Yeah. Um, the other Paul Anderson. The other Paul Anderson, yeah. Um, oh, my God. It's, like, embarrassingly bad. It's, like, you can't even say the fight scenes are good because they're not. Yeah. They, they're... What's... And, like, good cast of characters, too. Like, they got a lot of good characters. Yeah. Um, and it's just, like... Jesus, the uh, the guy that plays Shao Kahn is so unbelievable. <laughs> like, there's just nothing. He's like not even jacked enough. Like, he's obviously like not small, but he's like he looks like maybe the smallest character there. Yeah. As far as like people that are supposed to be like just fucking gigantic and like terrifying, and it's like he should be on par with like Goro. Yeah. And he is not even close. He just looks like a dude wearing a ill-fitting helmet. Yeah. And it's like this is no one's scared of this guy. Yeah. But um, 
I forgot there was a Mortal Kombat that came out recently. And it was pretty good. I liked it a lot. And they're making more. I hope so. It ended uh, on a cliffhanger. It did. And I'm pretty sure it's like the... But they're like keeping the cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That was good. That was like the first... Um, I mean, the pandemic was still very much going on. Mm-hmm. But it was like the vaccines were out and movie theaters were like... That was my first movie back. It's like kind of safe to come back. Yeah. Because it was like between that or like Godzilla vs. Kong. Mm-hmm. But Godzilla vs. Kong was like, yeah, still not yet. Yeah. But Mortal Kombat was like, I miss that popcorn way too much. Yeah. We got to yeah, go back. Was... Yeah. Um, yeah. Film. Except for that one scene that just really upsets my stomach. Which scene is that? It's the one where um, Lao, Lao, Kung Lao. Yeah. Ellipse. He's fighting uh, Shang Tsung. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, hate seeing that. Can't deal with that. Yeah, the actor did get. He did get. He's getting recast to play Noob Cybot. Okay. Which is not really a spoiler because it's on their IMDb. But yeah, um, I would think that would be coming out fairly soon. It's yeah, been a minute. It's. I thought they were filming as soon as that sh- the movie came out. So and that came out in twenty twenty one. Yeah. So um, it's been about two years. Um, Hiroyuki Sonata, back at it. Yep. All right. So, um, what do you think, man? This is actually kind of tough, though, because there's nothing redeeming about Mortal Kombat 2, but also the happening is terrible. The happening is bad, but there is a certain charm to M. Night Shyamalan movies. Yeah, I guess. So. I will say that. Um, uh, I guess if we're doing qualifiers, the original director did abandon this film. So, or not even abandon, didn't even take it. Yeah. It was not supposed to happen. Yeah. So maybe that can be the dividing line for this one. Um, like the happening just didn't go how it was supposed to go planned. And Mortal Kombat 2 is just really a thing that. Wait. What a real mistake of a Did movie. Did you see who they cast as Johnny Cage for it? Is it The Miz? No. Who? I didn't know they cast him. I mean, it's on IMDb. It is not who I was expecting. Because I know The Miz really wanted it. Oh, it just says rumored still. Okay. Who's it rumored to be? Joel McHale. Huh. I like that, though. He is jacked. I like that. And he has the personality for it. I do like that a lot. Um. But yeah, uh, Joe Joe Taslim. Yes. After yes. the first movie, he signed on for four sequels. Yeah, good. So, good. so yeah, he's they're doing e- something. He's either doing they're doing Noob Cybot or he's they're doing like a demon variation stuff. Yeah, which is not unheard of. Yeah. Um, um, I might go. I might go MK2 just because I'm cool with that. Yeah, we're going MK2. Yeah, because it is just bad. Um, so we're gonna go number two, Soothsayer Squad. Yeah. The Will Smith Suicide Squad. Yeah. Or The Room. Oof. Which one is worse? And this is tough because I wish, I kind of wish in hindsight we hadn't done The Room because I think... It could run away. It could run away. Um, God. Suicide Squad was just so boring. I... It had so, it had, and maybe it's because it had a great trailer. It did have a good trailer. And it really seemed like it could be something special. I remember watching it. was it. so bored. I remember watching it and being mad. Yeah. Like, I was actually, like, my cortisol levels were actually rising because I was so mad yeah. at this movie that was happening. 
Because, like, all of it was so disjointed and it was taking itself so seriously. And there were, like, good moments. Like, like basically all the Margot Robbie scenes were good. Yeah. And I can't find her name. I can't find her name. But all the Amanda Waller scenes. Viola Davis. Yes, Viola Davis. They were good. Yeah. Uh, and, like, Will Smith seemed like he was doing the best with what he could. But it was, like, also, that's a tough cast. It is a tough cast. Um, especially for someone who's traditionally not in ensembles. Yeah. Um, and, like, he's not really an action guy. Like, he did Bad Boys when he was younger, but he, that's a comedy. That's he an did action Bad comedy. Boys. He did Men in Black. He did Independence Day. Yeah. But he was always, or at least mostly, paired up. Yes, 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 Like, yes. he could play out well off of another person. But if it's, like, a whole team of different personalities. Yeah, that's a tough... Um, you know what? I think all that tells us is that Suicide Squad just needed Rip Torn. I think it did. Interactive Kegger. <laughs> uh, wasn't he in jail at that time? Was he? Maybe. What did he go to jail for? I thought he went to jail for something. I don't think you're wrong. I just don't remember him going to jail. Uh, let's see. Rip Torn arrested. Also, what is his real name? Rip. Oh, no. It was 2010 when he got arrested. Rip Taylor? Uh... <laughs> You gotta see his mugshot. <laughs> R.I.P. Dang. I mean, he looks like he's... T-O-R-N. Yeah. Um, he was arrested and charged with breaking into a local bank with loaded gun. Damn. Elmore Rip Torn. I could see how you get Rip from Elmore. Yeah. It's like Noriyuki Pat Morita. Yeah. Um, uh, room, man. Is The Room even a movie? I don't even know if it's a real movie. Did yeah. it get self-published? No way somebody picked that up. It had to get self-published. Because he was inexplicably wealthy. Yeah, I think we need to DQ it based on self-published. I think we should do that. We, You know our rules for self-publishing. Yeah, that's... You can't it's not, not real it. publishing. You can't win like that. Yeah. Um, okay, we're going to do... This, this next bracket's a little bit weird. Uh... Is this the next round? Is it, no, we're still we still got three more brackets. We still got three oh, more okay. games for this round. But then it, it it closes very quickly. So this yeah. is basically the meat of it. Um, we got a movie that most babies probably haven't seen. I would implore you to not check it out. It's called uh, The Greasy Strangler. Oh, bad, bad. <laughs> it's bad and gross. Visceral reaction. Uh, it's The Greasy Strangler. Hootie tootie disco cutie. <laughs> I forgot about Hootie tootie disco cutie. Um, versus uh, the 10th seed, ironically, 10,000 BC. Oh, my God. Which had a great poster. <laughs> what? It did. Incredible marketing campaign. Made everyone think it was going to be the next big thing. Yeah. Uh, really fumbled the ball. <laughs> you want to talk about really, yeah, just really losing the bag. Um, because it was like they were building the pyramids. Mm-hmm. And they were like using mammoths to build the pyramids or something like that. It's tough. It's tough. Tough look. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, I, I remember, like, the trailers giving me, like, um, Apocalyptica vibes. Yeah. And I think that was by design. Uh, yeah. And uh, Mel Gibson, thankfully, nowhere to be seen. But um, I actually don't. I'm going to look up 2008. You just, like Apocalyptica, don't you? I, I saw it a couple times. I, I remember enjoying it. Yeah. Um, so we've got Mammoth Hunter Delay, played by Stephen Strait. 
has long been in love with the beautiful blue-eyed tribeswoman named Evelette. After horseback riding, raiders kidnap most of Delay's fellow tribesmen as well as Evelette. He sits out on a dangerous trek to rescue her from her captors. Roland Emmerich. Yeah, I think that was like, I mean, probably not his first big stumble, but Mm -hmm. like the first notable one. I mean, technically speaking, and at a hundred to five million dollar budget, it cleared two hundred and seventy. Yeah, and I'm sure a lot of that was very early on because, you know, I think well, you said it was what two thousand eight. Um, Twitter was not a thing yet. Yeah. Uh, at least not widespread. Facebook was still a fun place to be. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We I don't think we were as critical at that time. I think, I don't know if everyone was like, yeah, it was bad. It was just like, eh, it was okay. And I think it was, it was more disappointing than bad. Yeah. Um, whereas Greasy Strangler is just bad. Wait a sec. I think we have a connection here. Between Greasy Strangler and 10,000 BC? Between 10,000 BC and a previous film. Um... Maybe not. It's possible. Oh, she's just a costume designer. Never mind. Mm. She's just the costume designer. Just. That's an important role. It sure is. Um, yeah, so now we have to decide between what was disappointing and Greasy Strangler being just, like, disgusting. The disappointing thing about the Greasy Strangler was that it existed. Okay. Um, and that we were forced to watch it. God, could you... Cause you probably know what's, at gunpoint. You know what's funny, though? Is if we didn't DQ The Room, the next round would likely be Greasy Strangler versus The Room. Ugh. Where I would probably just suck start a shotgun. Yeah. Can you have two winners? <laughs> um, sweet. That's, ugh, I hate... I don't want to throw it away, but I think it might... Greasy Strangler. Yeah. Anyway, we still got some stinkers in there. Yeah, we got some time. We got some stinky do. We got some time. Uh, so we, next we've got Drag Me to Hell and The Babadook. Um, and you haven't seen Drag Me to Hell. I haven't seen Drag Me to Hell. So here's my piece. But that's on, the Sam Raimi one, right? Yeah. So here's my thing on, on Drag Me to Hell, okay? Um, I So it did... Uh, it did a thing that a lot of movies don't do because it's it ends on a weird... Note, and I know that there are like devout horror fans that I've spoken to that just uh, they adore this film, yeah, and they like it because of how bleak it is. It's got a pretty famous ending. Um, does she get dragged to hell? She does. Oh, how about that? But the whole movie, it's a it's you know, it's it's so the movie is about this girl, this woman, really. And she works as, like, a, a bank account person. Mm-hmm. And this woman comes through, this, like, Eastern European woman. It's very... It, it doesn't seem all above board, yeah. to be honest with you. The tone of this, but... Like uh, babushka? Yeah, like, full-blown, like, broken English, the whole thing. Yeah. Um, She's trying to get like an extension or another mortgage or something, or she's like late on her payments and she's trying to basically get out of there without paying something. She's late. They're, they're making a very empathetic, a very pathetic kind of like motion to be like, this woman's poor, do the right thing. And, uh, don't do your job here. It's like, they're really pushing to like do that. It's like, listen, 
I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, so she's like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, they're going to take your house if you don't pay the bank. Like, I don't know. You, I'm not uh. the bank, right? Like, I can't do that. I would get fired. And then the person they put me in that puts they put in this role would then take your house. So it's like there's nothing that I can do, really. And then she ends up putting a curse on this girl that nice. in, like a, in a week – they, that she will get dragged to hell because she made this woman who can't pay her mortgage, whatever. <laughs> uh, which already I'm like, okay, that what I don't. What year did this come out? 2008, I think. Oh, it. bad timing. Yeah, yeah. With the bubble bursting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's in 2008. I don't know. Let me look. Uh, drag me to hell. Nope. D-R-A-G. 2009. Oh, wow. So. So still. They knew what they were doing. If anything, it was being made during yeah, the housing yeah. crisis. So that, that's basically what it is. And then, like, with the help of her boyfriend, who was played by Justin Long. That makes sense. Um, oh, Reggie Lee's in it. The Reggie Lee? Yeah. Um, Johnny Tran. Oh. Forgot about that. What do you think? Forty weight, fifty weight. What a film! That's pretty good. Um, anyway, no. So classic piece of American cinema. She, uh, yeah. Long story short, she ends up getting dragged to hell despite their best efforts, and it's a very bleak ending. And people are like, oh, but it's it's genius because it's like the thing. It's like it's you know it happens anyway, and. In my head, I'm like, yeah, but that's not the fucking point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's... She was just doing her job. Well, that she's just doing her job, but I, I, I mean, like, in the in the meta of, like... And I'm not going to say that I'm a better storyteller than Sam Raimi, okay? But yeah. I, I think that if you watch that movie, the struggle is only fun because it's like how are they going to overcome this right like if it's there has to be a solution there has to be a positive solution otherwise i'm just watching the downfall of somebody for an hour and 45 minutes yeah and i don't like that i don't know why anybody would like that like yeah. this horror movie like horror movies oh. i feel like are only fun really boy do i have an article for you to yeah, read i'm sure i feel like like so I feel like some horror movies, like slashers and stuff like that, are fun because you know somebody lives. And, like, maybe I'm watching it the wrong way. Maybe I'm totally off base because I'm not really a horror guy. But when I watch movies, I'm trying to be like, okay, well, somebody's got to live. So who lives and how do they live? Yeah. Um, now, of course, there are uh, classic examples of American cinema, like um, uh, Cabin in the Woods. Yes. And, um, but I, I, that's at some point that it becomes less of a horror film and more of a drama. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, um, all hell has broken loose. Yeah. And it's like not scary in a tense way. It's like, it's more dramatic now. Like, whether it's not like Days of Our Lives dramatic, but it's, you know, it's, yeah. There's a certain, there's there a, are global repercussions. Yeah. There, it's, yeah. It's bigger than two people getting chased by a masked stranger in a building. You yeah, know? stakes is high. And 
I don't know. I just feel like there's something really, there's obviously something very bleak about that. And I think because of that, it ends on a dead note. And I feel like that's a worse sin than Ghost Ship, which sets up perfectly and and shoots itself in the foot. Mm. I think if, uh, I think if um, Drag Me to Hell ends on a happy note, or it, it could end on a cliffhanger. I, somebody can get dragged to hell. I don't give a shit. As long as it's not the person you think is getting dragged to hell. Yeah, it should be someone that deserves it. Yeah. Like that old lady. Yeah. Pay who, your fucking mortgage. Who just, put, who just puts a curse on people? The Eastern Europeans. Yeah. You know? Ugh. Can't, can't, can't live them. with them. Can't live without them. I'm telling you what. Um, Tell me what. Anyway, um, so that's, that's my piece on Drag Me to Hell. And, and then it's going up against Babadook. Ugh. I don't know. What do you think is the worst? I have to defer to you on this. I think so. Babadook was always bad. Yeah. Drag me to hell. So it's two movies that are touted as classic horror films, and I don't like either one of them. Um, yeah. I want to say Drag me to hell does seem a little bit more niche. Yeah. And I think Babadook is way overblown. So I might go Babadook on this one. Yeah. I think I might go Babadook on this one. Babadook is an uh, LGBTQ icon. Hmm. I forgot about that. The but Bob- I don't know why. Yeah. I it think was, that was like it was one never of those, made clear. One of those things that started off as a joke. Yeah. Or like a typo or something. Yeah. Um. All right, so we're gonna go. We're gonna go, Baba Duke on that one. I'm cool with that. Uh, and then last of the the meaty boys, uh, R.I.P.D. Oh boy, I forgot that was in this. Yeah, and uh, John Carter. John Carter. Eight people saw John Carter. Eight people did see John Carter. Uh, John Carter came out at a bad time. It sure did. That's that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, because it it's the OG science fiction story. Yes. That, like, Star Wars, mm-hmm. Avatar, mm-hmm. Dune, yeah. have all taken from John Carter. But John Carter came out after all of these things. Yeah. Um, and, like, the thing that inspired everything was called Uninspired. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that happens. I feel like that happened with something else fairly recently. Yeah. Probably the Dune. Was it Dune? Um, I really don't know. Maybe it was like Shazam or something. Shazam. Um, but yeah, I don't think John Carter is bad as so much as it is misunderstood or underappreciated. Um, I, um... Yeah, I really was excited about. I still haven't seen it. I don't. Most of the population hasn't seen it. And I understand that it has some devout fans. Yeah, well, I'm sure it does. I I would like to watch it. Um, that being said, R.I.P.D. really felt like a miss from the minute it got announced. You know, I wouldn't. I didn't think it would have had fans, but a sequel came out not too long ago. It did. Yeah, with a new cast though. Yeah, and it was. The definition of a straight-to-DVD. Yeah. Which, like, isn't really a thing anymore. Now it just goes to a streaming service. But I somehow feel like going to a streaming service can be 
misconstrued as more prestigious than mm-hmm. the straight to DVD fate. Um, but yeah, I just I it makes me sad when I I would kill for Jeff Bridges. Yeah, and I don't like him being in these kinds of movies. So I watched it. Yeah. And he plays like an old West lawman. Yeah. And he does the rooster Cogburn voice. I love that. And all the entire time, all I can think of is I would rather be watching true grit right now. Um, what a good movie. It's such a good movie. What a good fucking movie. Um, La brief. <laughs> I can do nothing for you, son. Ugh, that was a, that was somehow that was a date movie for me in high school. That was the opposite of a date movie for me. It was the first <laughs> movie I saw by myself. Really? Yeah, I was like, I was the first trailer I saw. I was hooked. I was like, this is gonna be good. And you know what? It was good. No, it was great. That's great. It was. It really was. Like, there was a moment where I was like, I don't know what I'm happier doing right now. Either watching this movie with this girl next to me. Or just watching this movie. I yeah. don't know what's making me happier, but... That was... I, be- I believe it came from my siblings, but my grad, my high school graduation gift was True Grit on Blu-ray. Oh, yeah. And I was like, this is incredible. I mean, this is a decent... This is a decent cast here, man. R.I.P.D.? Yeah. Kevin Bacon's in it. He sure is. As is uh, Buzz from Home Alone. He sure is. There's a guy in here named Ben Dover. Oh, no. Hmm. James Hong? Yep, James Hong. James Hong doesn't get nearly enough to do. Hongers in there. Mike O'Malley. That's true. Mike O'Malley isn't there. I forgot about that. Uh, Mike Judge. Larry Joe Campbell. Yeah. Another situation where, I mean... The pieces were there. It was clearly just a ripoff of Men in Black. Mm-hmm. And I think it was too much of a ripoff for it to succeed. Yeah, I mean, all of this in a world where Bright exists as well. I can't believe we didn't make that. Put it on the list. I forgot about that. Honestly, I, I like... That's like not even in the discussion for bad movies for me. It's like I can't even talk about it lightly because it's just like... Everything about it insults me. Yeah. Well, you know, look at the uh, look at the screenwriter. I know. I know, and you know what's so funny about Max Landis? I'm gonna say his full name. You used to like him. I used to like him. It's not that I liked him; it's that I appreciated his candor. Yeah. Because whenever he would talk about, so when we were like mega, ultra, super into writing films. Yeah. Um, which, which I feel like. Every male English major in his 20s goes oh, yeah. through that phase. Yeah. And, like, the amount of people that are like, you don't write films, you write scripts. You you write script. You don't write... How do you write a film? You watch a film. Fuck you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Max Landis, when he would talk about writing, of course, the son of John Landis, uh, most famously known for getting his ass beat by Chris Rock. Not Chris Rock. Will Smith. Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, yes. Um... And who also murdered two children and a grown man. Yeah, well, you know. And um, 
anyway, he he would go to these like seminars or these conferences or even just do interviews for like GQ or whatever, and he would talk like almost compassionately about the state of the indie writer, uh, modern day. This being you know twenty fifteen twenty sixteen. Yeah. And um, I remember him saying like one thing about like how he knew that he was like, and this is this was not a term at the time, but these are my words now. Um, he knew that he was a Nepo baby. Yeah. And he knew that that afforded him a different kind of education that a lot of people wouldn't get. So he was like, a lot of people are basically out there raw-dogging their, their dreams, where he has been set up since birth to be a professional screenwriter, should he so choose. And, yeah. and he was like, and I get picked over a lot. I get picked over a lot. But here's the thing, and I'm not saying this... Um, to be mean or anything I, I, I genuinely I just want you to know the truth so that you go in knowing with 100% clarity like what's what what this is he was like I am even though like I, I get I don't get picked a lot you don't see a lot of my movies um, I'm still considered like a big fish because I have a name that I've made myself I've got a name I've got a lasting that people recognize I've got a pedigree that people recognize um, I get act I get asked to like um fix scripts a lot, like nurse them along, stuff like that. Um, and then there's other people who might be better writers than me, probably are better writers than me, but you are still going to have to come into my pond where I'm a big shark <laughs> and no one knows who the fuck you are. Yeah. And like, it was like one of those things that like, it, and I realized that like a, a person who's like listening and they're like, that sounds, he sounds like an asshole. Oh, make no mistake. He's an asshole. Yeah. But that's one of those I, I appreciated him saying that instead of being one of those people that are like all your dreams will come true if you stick with it meanwhile like yeah doing their goddamnedest in the background to make sure that people like me and Doug do not get jobs in this in this industry yeah yeah that is who he is that's definitely who he is so like and and, I, and from a certain perspective I don't blame him man like yeah it's really I mean it's it's very much like uh, Kronos eating Zeus yeah, you know, you you don't want the uh, the next generation to supersede you. You'd like to help how you can, but you got to maintain some job level of job security <laughs> within reason. Yeah, I'll give you someone's phone number, but that's about it. Yeah, I mean, how many times just in Pittsburgh have we been told like we're not high enough on the uh, on the totem pole in Pittsburgh? In Pittsburgh, I was telling somebody about that the other day from some like toupee wearing douchebag yeah i i was yeah i was telling somebody about that the other day and i was they were like that sounds dumb i was like it is dumb it is real dumb yeah yep we should have thrown one of his movies on here just for giggles God, i don't even know what his movies are um anyway r.i.p.d or john connor uh r.i.p.d is bad r.i.p.d right yeah all right so we're going r.i.p.d on that one all right we've reached the elite eight all right, lightning round. Lightning round. This is almost a two-hour episode. Jesus. Okay, so what did we say? We said... Uh, We've already talked about all these movies pretty extensively, too. So Green Lantern or Bye Bye Man? Um, you said Green Lantern? Yeah, I think so. Okay, Green Lantern or Bye Bye Man. Very different. Yeah. This is the current one. Yes. Um... Man, I don't know. That's a tough one. Yeah. At least Green Lantern you can watch and laugh. 
Yeah, I guess that's true. Bye Bye Man, you watch and you're like, this is so dumb. It's just confusing. Yeah. I think Bye Bye Man's worse. Okay, we're going Bye Bye Man. Um, we're doing... Jesus Rolls or Mortal Kombat 2. Mortal Kombat 2 is you, offensive to the eyes. Okay, fair enough. Um, Jesus I, Rolls, there's... You know, at least I'm not getting a seizure. Yeah, I, I was gonna say like they're honestly they're 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 pretty similar movies. Like both did not need to happen. Um, yeah. Both perhaps got too big of a budget to make it seem almost substantial. Um, both of them nationally lampooned. Yeah. Um, but I can go. I can go. Go to vacation because it's nationally lampooned. Yeah, I I can go. I can go. Uh, Metal Cork Bat too. <laughs> um, then we're gonna do we did we DQ'd the room so it's uh, Suicide Squad versus Greasy Strangler. Oh God. Ugh. I know. Can we DQ Greasy Strangler? We don't have to talk about it anymore. I fucking wish we could, buddy. I think it's probably worse than Suicide Squad. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Hootie Tootie Disco Cutie. Yeah. Uh, and then we are doing. Uh, Babadook. We said. Babadook, yeah. We're doing Babadook and R.I.P.D. <laughs> yeah. Eerily similar movies. Right? Um, oof. Because I think at least, like, I, I think that R.I.P.D. was meant to be at, at at least at a certain, like, level cute. Yeah. Like, it wasn't supposed to be a serious movie where, where Babadook very, very much was a serious movie. That's true. That's a good point. Um, yeah, I'm cool with, I'm cool with saying Babadook is worse. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. All right, so then coming up here, we have, God, I cannot. Babadook. We've got, um, uh, uh, see, this is tough because it's, all right, so we're down to the final four. He won't let me leave. Uh, Bye Bye Man versus... You know it's going to be Bye Bye Man versus Babadook in the end. It does feel like Bye Bye Man versus Babadook, but we have to do our due diligence here. Um, Bye Bye Man versus... Love you, Was it Mortal Kombat 2? No. Bye Bye Man versus... Oh my god, is it Bye Bye Man? Bye Bye Man. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it is, it is Bye Bye Man versus Mortal Kombat 2. Man, that's a tough one. Um, that is a tough one, man. Because you got Bye Bye Man, who is like the just the making of the movie is technologically superior. I, I'm I'm trying to think like if if Mortal Kombat two got made when Bye Bye Man got made and vice versa, which would truly be the worst movie? Yeah, Mortal Kombat two. Looks like puke. It just, it really looks very bad. It, um, it looks like a laser disc game. Yeah, it really does. Um, Whereas Bye Bye Man is just all in all, it's a bad script. It's filmed poorly. There's like nothing cohesive about the movie. It's it is, and I can't believe I'm saying this, and I mean it. I mean that I can't believe that I'm saying this, but I also can't believe that I mean what I'm about to say. It was fucking derivative. <laughs> I didn't think I would I would be yeah. anger to pretentiousness, but here I am, like adjusting my fedora. Yeah, uh, it's just like it had a compelling opening scene. 
It's like watching six different movies that you've already seen. Yeah. At the same time. That's very true. Um, that is true. But then Mortal Kombat is just this this failed abortion of an action film. Ooh. I'm going to say it. I'm coming out swinging. We need to get rid of this episode. Yeah. Mortal Kombat's worse. It's so Mortal much Mortal Kombat 2. Yeah. Mortal Kombat 2 is worse. And then down here we have, uh, I believe we use Babadook. And, uh, so it's got to be Babadook versus Greasy Strangler. Uh... God, I can't believe I can't believe Mortal Kombat 2's make it to the ship. <laughs> I know. Um, here's what I'll say: uh, we were able to enjoy Babadook, at least ironically. Yeah, that's true. Greasy Strangler. I was. I almost one threw ass up. cheek off the couch the entire time. I was so close to throwing up. <laughs> was it the extra grease scene? Oh my god. <laughs> I feel like I know which way we're leaning. But so I really, much of that movie is bad. I want Greasy to let Strang- Babadook fight. Greasy Strangler is bad. I do say that. It's bad, bad, bad. Was it ever meant to be good, though? That, I don't know. Because I, I would have DQ'd it earlier if we discussed if it was ever meant to be good. I know that when it was on the festival circuit, yeah, there were reports of people fleeing the theater to throw up. Right. Um... It's, do you think it's like an, it was intended to be like the uh, what were those mo- that like Frightener I mean maybe but like the, like the Toxic Avenger like brand oh um, yeah 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 um, there's like a name for it uh god it's like I know what it is it's like a fuck maybe it's just cause he and I wonder if Greasy Strangler was supposed to be like an homage to that where they were just like super like gross and like very violent like mm-hmm. over the top violent in a gr- like eyes popping out of heads type thing trauma movies trauma that's yeah. right oh trauma entertainment yeah it's possible it's actually possible that's a good point I think I thought that when we first watched it and since I've kind of because that was seven years ago yeah there was a lot of like let me see some other trauma movies. Um, films produced. Toxic Avenger, uh, Class of Nukem High, Tromeo and Juliet, um, Poultry Geist, that's the one I've seen. Yeah. I think that's like another... After Toxic Avenger, that's like the big one. Surf Nazis Must Die, Cannibal um. the Musical, um... Yeah. Yeah, that's a good question, man. Um, I think... I think therein lies our answer. I think... I don't know that it was ever supposed to be good. Yeah. So I think we may... We may have to bring up Babadook. Yeah. So Mortal, Mortal Kombat 2 versus the Babadook. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't see that coming. No, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. This is why I love March, baby. This is why we do it. Yeah. Metal Cork Bat Two versus the Dada Book. <laughs> oh boy. I don't know. What do you think? That's tough, dude. They're two so very different movies. I mean, we've got a we've got a failed action movie versus 
in our in our viewpoint, a failed horror movie. Yeah, they're bad in like so many different ways. Yeah, they're, they're diverse, like, very like, diverse. Once ways. again, presentation wise, <clears throat> Babadook is probably like leaps and bounds better. Right. Than Mortal Kombat Two. Right, right, right. Um, and they're not even out to do the same thing, which is like. <sighs> that being said, Mortal Kombat Two did scare me in ways that Babadook could never, just yeah. based off of like visual production. That is true. Uh, <laughs> um, damn, I do. This is a tough one. This is real. This is real difficult. Which one, if you had to choose, which one do you think is worse? <laughs> is that what we're doing? Uh, if I had to pick, no. If you had to pick one, well, do you think you'll ever rewatch either of them? Again. I will rewatch Mortal Kombat 2. You will. I will rewatch Mortal Kombat 2. Okay. Just because there's just it's such a large piece of my childhood. Yeah. And it's like should we revisit both of these movies? Like we, actually I watch listen, them? I don't want to end this episode on a cliffhanger since we've come so far. Yeah. But I honest to god, I really don't know. Yeah, we might have to roll like rock paper scissors or something, which is not satisfying. But like, it's not. I really because like this is the thing I was saying like, Mortal Kombat Two is such a part of my childhood, and it's like there's like there is the camp factor that I I almost look forward to at this point, and I almost begrudge the film nothing because of how just irredeemable it is. Right. But the Babadook had a chance, you know, it didn't exist. And then it did, like Mortal Kombat Two is part of a franchise that they tried to capitalize on. Babadook is its own IP. Yeah. So it it burst out of thin air, and I guess there's more pressure that way, but there's also less pressure because like you've got so much time to make it perfect. Yeah. It and I guess to some degree, like some people think it's perfect. But uh, we're not going to listen to them because they don't know what they're talking about. And we do. Which is why you listen to this podcast. Amen, brother. Um, I'll say this. And I think this is almost something similar to the last bracket we did. But if you were in a different room and you heard either film playing, which would you be more willing to watch from the doorway? Oh, because I'll tell you what. If I if if I hear the Babadooks on, I would only go and see who's watching, so that I could tell them how much I hate that movie. Yeah. But if Mortal Kombat's coming uh, going on, I will watch Mortal Kombat. I feel like if if Babadook's on, I will like watch it to see if maybe something has changed for me. Okay. So this is another stalemate. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mortal Kombat, like, the stakes are so low. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. But, 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 it already had low stakes because it's an action movie yeah. to sell video games and toys. Yeah. Like, it could have done nothing original and have been passable. It what's, I think what's more important is that, like, Mortal Kombat 2... I feel like, and I would have to look at like release dates and things like that. I feel like it really threatened the brand. It probably did. 
I mean, you figure it was over 20 years later for a movie, another movie in the series to come out. Yeah. Yeah. At least like theatrically. Um, Yeah. I I feel like the games took quite a hiatus. Right. Yeah. Well, no. Well, the games came out, but they were like fighting games are like the thing I respect about the fighting game community is they are annoying, but they keep to themselves. Yeah. If you go into that room, you're going to hate yourself. Yeah. But they don't ever come out. You yeah. know, it's, they're not like uh, MMO RPG fans or first-person shooter fans. Yeah. They, they they stick to their basement LAN parties. They stick to their 4chan boards. And as long as you don't bug them, they don't bug you. Yeah. So, like, whenever... Like, I have, I have a cousin who's super into Mortal Kombat games. God bless him. Um, and they have, like, stories now that are different from... Like the main canon. Yeah. Oh well, I guess the games were basically an annual release. Then. Yeah, they they just they come out regardless of anything. But um, except, uh, twenty eleven, and then the next one was until twenty fifteen. That's the biggest gap. Mm. Thus far. Yeah, man. I might have to say, as far as like bad movies, like really truly bad movies, I think probably it's I'm gonna go Babadook. Yeah. Which I, I I'm I, comfortable with that. We because we we put it in there just to kind of bother people, and I I don't think I I saw it winning. No, I don't think I saw it winning at all. No, um, oh it wasn't good. I think it's it's worth revisiting a fourth time. Now that it's you know we're seven years removed, mm-hmm. maybe something has changed, but I I rather doubt it. So yeah, Babadook's the winner. Wow. In a in a bracket that contained so much crap. A movie that a lot of people think is really good. What? Yeah. We're going to get Well, no we're not cuz nobody interacts with us. I was like, we're going to get emails. Yeah. We're going to get DMs. Let us know out of all these movies what you think should be the worst yeah or let us know what movies you would have put on here right still waiting for that that emo slash pop punk bracket yeah i'll tear it up live i don't yeah but yeah i mean give us your thoughts and opinions um i mean this is coming out in april so hopefully nobody's cooling on it but uh yeah did we ever get that phone back i don't think so alan we're gonna have to collect the phone we have to break into your house. We have to break into your house. Would you quit playing with my weenus? I stopped ten yeah. minutes ago. Okay. I don't know what you have been feeling since then. Okay. Well, let me ask you this then, Doug. Yes. Did you have fun? I did have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have fun? There's a lot of memory. Because my phone stopped working, so I had to... It's a lot of memory. I had to, I had to remember what we picked from bracket uh, to bracket. This but, is a two-plus-hour episode. Yeah. so not, Feature length. Not sorry about it, but... It's I'm a sure, special one. I'm sure you are. You can break it up. It will take out a lot of your work day. It'll, yeah, it'll take up at least a quarter of it. Yeah. So, all right, cool. Uh, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Tell your friends. Complain to your friends. That's the best word of mouth. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, for, you know, at least most of this, I've been Kevin. Yeah. At I've been Kevin. 
Um, and you, Douglas. I'm always Doug. Always Doug. Yeah. At Dangle McSwangle. Uh, at Dougham. At Dougham. D-O-U-G-A-A-M. Yep, that's me. Yep, that's me. Yep, that's me. Uh, all uh, right. Also, uh, at Welcome to WHF. Those are all Instagram links. That's the best place. Don't yeah. For, don't even try with Twitter. But um, All right, babies. We will see you in the next one. This is an abrupt ending, but you yeah. know, we all got lives to leave. I so. got to go to bed. We love you. See you in the next one. Bye. Bye. These kids is too fast. Rap-